0: podcast is meant for a mature adult audience. Listener discretion is advised.
1: You're listening to On A Quest. I'm Jill check your host. Obviously, I'm doing this show because I like to talk about paranormal things, metaphysical, spiritual, ghosts, angels, all this good stuff that a lot of people don't talk about on a daily basis, which is why I have the podcast. I've done a lot of ghost hunting things already, and I wanted to take a turn. I'm fascinated by outer space many people that know me would attest to why i would be and um i have a friend who's laughing right now that saw a ufo and uh steven can i say your last name or are you not okay Stephen haas a good friend of mine we worked together for years a very very nice man trustworthy and loyal and would not be lying about this i know there's a lot of skeptics out there and i completely understand why there would be Uh, completely because if anything steven i am a skeptic before I'm a believer, but because I believe so so passionately, I'd rather disprove first if that makes any sense. Because I do believe there's so much out there that we don't know. Um, Stephen, before I get into a couple of quick facts about UFOs, up until 1947, they were calling them flying saucers, and then people were saying that was a little bit too hokey. That right. it's more than just a flying saucer. That's when they coined the term UFO. Over the past 40 years, there are six UFO sightings reported daily since 1940. Or I'm sorry, over the last 40 years, six daily. And out of those, 5 to 20% are unexplained. They debunk many of them, but I think that's 20% is a pretty big number to be unexplained, don't you think?
0: It's pretty amazing. I, I was amazed at the six per day.
1: Six per day. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people were drinking during those sightings, but I do believe that uh, (laughs) many of those were legit. So, Stephen, I've always been fascinated by I I look out in the stars and me as a person, I believe in God. You know this. We've talked. Stephen and I are both Catholic, and I believe that there's so much out there we don't know. God is so vast and and wonderful and has created the universe. So why wouldn't there be life on other planets, which is a different story, but just the fact that people on Earth have seen them. So something happened to you. Tell us all about it.
0: Well, my story is a little unusual because typically we think of UFOs as being seen at night and uh, in the country or, excuse me, very rural areas. Um, I happen to have been at lake street beach in the miller beach neighborhood or section of gary indiana which is a very urban uh, setting and mm-hmm. my sighting occurred at 1 in the afternoon broad daylight uh this occurred on i believe it was saturday september 25th
1: 1999
0: wow uh, it's definitely something i've uh, never forgotten uh it was the most unusual and surreal thing uh, to ever happen to me. And and I have to say that I I always had a little bit of skepticism before regarding UFOs because, you know, it was always at night. It was always, you know,
1: hoo 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 the Fog
0: Saucer and you know, then Jim and I went and had a bunch of beers, Yeah. And, you know yeah. stuff like that. So I mean it was <laughs> like, okay, this this is something that was really, really unexplainable. Um I've never witnessed anything like this before. I've never witnessed anything since. I like it. And I've talked with many people about it um, from National Weather Service. Could this have been a weather uh, balloon of some sort? Mm-hmm. Uh, some, you know, trying to explain it. And, and I've told many people about it. Uh, I do have a certain amount of credibility with what I do uh, for a living. Go a ahead. You could tell border, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that, that aside, I mean, it's just that this is a, a very unusual circumstance. I was... Uh, at the beach, mm-hmm. uh, I, I enjoy going to the beach quite a bit. I have all my life, which is why I decided to, you know, several years ago, buy a home in, in uh, the Miller Beach section of Gary. It's beautiful here. Okay. And uh, I was uh, all by myself, unfortunately. It was one of those days when I had time off. It was late in the season, you know, September 25th. was The season's essentially over by then. Right. And it was a just a beautiful, clear sky, no clouds. No wind. Okay. Beautiful day.
1: Beautiful, and, clear, uh, sunny day. I, yes, yes. Okay. I'm first, trying so to clear. picture Not it. Okay.
0: Cloud in the sky. And no wind either. There's no breeze or anything. You know, okay. It's very still. And I set up my camp uh, in the dunes, which would be the first dune uh, away from the water edge or the, the beach part, you know. So I have a little privacy when I lay back there, you know. And uh, I was getting ready to make myself a cocktail. Okay. I hadn't had one yet. Uh, I was. Completely <laughs> he hasn't had
1: one yet, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm shocking,
1: I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you phrase it. I haven't had one yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming. It was coming. You know, I had it packed. It I bet it would be. <laughs> and then and I I went down to my bag to go get to start to make uh, vodka and seven up, which is my drink of preference. Okay. And uh, I I don't drink and drive, so you know I'd come from. I believe I was living in uh, Berwyn, Illinois at the time. And I drove all the way out to Gary. I'm from northwest Indiana originally. And I've always loved this beach because it's just so pretty here. Um, So I set up my campsite and something, I don't know what made me turn around. I I, I just like, I better turn around. I turned around. The dune behind me, which is maybe about 20 feet tall, grass covered, not sand dune grass-covered sand dune. I guess it is a sand dune, but it would, uh, the uh, dune grass had already taken over. Three feet above the top of this dune, maybe about 20 feet away from me, I saw this uh, three-foot diameter orb. Like, I thought at first, that's a shopping bag of some sort, but how could it be hovering above a sand dune? And at first, it was kind of an opaque color, and then it it, it seemed to sense that I was uh, seeing it or something, and it started to turn to an orange glow, and I was like, that ain't no shopping bag. And there was no wind to support this shopping bag. Right, right. So I thought, I don't know what the hell this is. I ran and grabbed my binoculars. I always carry a pair of binoculars with me. And I wanted to get a picture of it. I didn't have time to even get a picture of it. But I grabbed my binoculars and looked at it, and it was just amazing. I don't know what it was. It was had, like, its own internal uh, uh, mechanism of power or something. I didn't see any mechanics. It was almost like a huge jellyfish uh, floating in the air. That's about the best way I could describe it, if you know what jellyfish is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it's body. opaque, sure.
0: But what? this was definitely round or, you know, it had a definite shape to it. And it hovered about three feet above the sand dude. And I said, this cannot be happening. I said, this is something very unusual. And as I started to walk toward it, I made maybe about five steps and I had the binoculars on it the whole time. It turned even brighter orange, and then all of a sudden, it just shot straight up in the sky like it was a rocket. Oh, my I God. I've never seen anything go, and I followed it with my binoculars, and I mean, it was like a 1,000 feet in the air in a matter of seconds. And it was the most unusual, ungodly thing I'd ever seen in my life. Okay. And, and go ahead. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, I didn't see little green people or anything right, like right. that, but this couldn't have been any kind of mankind made uh, uh, object, I mean, there's just no there was no mechanisms for it to go that fast like a rocket. You know it'd have to have boosters and fire, and you know all yeah, you would, see, you would see you would see the smoke stream it right none of this. it was just a clear or a, a, a opaque, opaque. Uh, have mm-hmm. to be translucent at this point uh, and it just shot straight up in the air.
1: Oh my God, and I
0: was just in awe of it. and of course, you know, People that came to the beach later that, later that day, I told them my story. They're like, oh, yeah, what did you have to smoke? You know, you said you weren't drinking anything. I'm <laughs> like, no, nothing, I swear.
1: Not yet.
0: But I told you not yet. God is my witness. You know, and I, I don't know if people believe me or not, but it was just something that I couldn't have even made up. You know, to, it was just so unusual and so bizarre. And I've never seen of, uh, anything like this again at the same beach, and I still go to the same beach. And I did speak with someone maybe about seven or eight years ago, and they spoke of seeing the same – or that their uh, mother was on a uh, group trip to White Sox uh, to uh, U.S. Cellular Field. Okay. They were coming back on the Indiana Toll Road around the Chicago Skyway Bridge, the big bridge. Yeah. And they claimed on the bus around this same time of day or they were even going to or coming from – I can't remember what that part of the story was, but they saw these odd – orange balls in the sky, for lack of better description. So I guess I I did receive some collaboration of sure. uh, uh, this, this incident. You know, it was third party, but someone else saw this, too, in the same area, uh, well, along the south end of uh, Lake Michigan. So I, it must have been some sort of probe of some sort or, or something. It was unmanned or un... Yeah, I
1: know occupied, what you mean. I, guess, mm-hmm.
0: right? <laughs> I don't think there would be any men on it, but... You know, it was, and it was small. You know, it wasn't wasn't a you know a big huge thing in the sky. No whirling things. You know, no uh, no uh, probing or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it was just a very unusual circumstance. So, but wait, okay, Stephen, it, it turned me into a believer.
1: Well, I, yeah, I'll have
0: to say that after okay. that happened, I believe
1: because you okay i have questions for you this i love this story by the way it's thank you it's so cool because if you were making it up you can probably elaborate and say you know yeah like you saw little et's you know making breakfast or something i don't know whatever E.T. people do okay how far away from the dune you said it was the dune behind you was it in feet was it like yards or was it um it was feet it was feet you were that close how many feet would you that's what
0: that's what freaked me out. Because so you were much, that, was that close. That it so close to me. <sighs> it, like, came up behind me, and that's what I thought. I, I honestly felt a little concerned for my safety at that point.
1: Okay. Because
0: I just didn't, even though it was very small, it was just so weird. It was so unexplainable, and it defied logic that I became a little frightened of it. And I I, I still even went closer to it, though, I, whatever fear I had and, or trepidation I had, I was just so curious and so amazed by yeah. it that I thought, I've got to see what this sure. is. This is just something so odd. But I remember at very first thinking, where did this thing come from? And how did it know that I was here? You know, I mean, it must have seen me before I saw it. Well, yeah, that, because that, you had that a kind of feeling. Me out a little bit, but I mean, that can that that thought came to me more after than than during. I was just in such shock. Yeah. At the time of the event, uh, that I almost—I I had enough wherewithal to grab my binoculars, but I had a disposable camera with me too, and I wished I had grabbed that, but I was just so—you wanted in to see it, yeah. This, I just completely forgot about the camera.
1: Okay, so you and were. I, go
0: ahead. Might have been a little more helpful or believable if I did have it, but. Uh, it was just so unusual that I, I didn't even know I, – I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, it just right. defied logic. And, and, and like I said at first, I just thought it was like, well, it must be like a plastic shopping sure, bag that, sure. that somehow, I don't know, became airborne and flew over a dune, which I've never seen happen before. But, you know, it was just such a bizarre, unusual thing that, that uh, that's how come I reached down right away and got my binoculars because I thought, I, I, don't, I can't believe what I'm seeing. And uh, then I started walking – maybe about five steps closer to it and that's when it did the uh, color change thing into a really intense orange color and then it shot up straight in the sky and there was no wind no clouds and I mean I followed it with my binoculars and I just couldn't believe how fast it was going it it was like uh, beyond a rocket it was just so fast. at the speed of light gone Gone. it went up went up into the great blues yonder And I lost Jeez. sight of it. But it seemed like I was following it for a long time, and I could see the glow for a long time.
1: You could see the glow, and it stayed orange, and that's what that person saw yes. also was an orange glow. So you right. were you right. were literally feet away from this thing, which is what's yes. so amazing, and it was small. And your estimate, how small, again, I know it's just a guess, would you say, and it was round, correct?
0: Correct. It was round, okay. Uh, Three feet in diameter. Do you remember three the kids' feet. toys where yeah. they would? Uh, I can't even remember what they're called. You'd bounce on them. They'd blow up. They were blown up with air, and you could. They had a handle on the top, and you could like bounce on them. I know what you're
1: talking um, about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what size, is that like thing called? 70s or something. From the 70s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So about three. About that feet. size, but
0: it was it was like opaque to translucent, right. too, which made it even more bizarre. Is that I could see through it almost.
1: And did you when and you I could see, see through it Stephen did you change. did you see anything when you were able to see through it were there like um was there anything inside of it
0: No mechanisms no nothing no beings no nothing And nothing. then it was when just clear.
1: and when the light changed orange did it hurt your eyes
0: No it wasn't that bright It was a bright sunny day out and I I'm pretty sure I had sunglasses on Yeah but it wasn't like blinding uh, orange light It was definitely it like a Flame going from a light yellow to an intense okay. orange, um, which which I also found to be, you know, very unusual. Just, because it started out as like I thought it was a clear bag. At first.
1: Well, sure. I mean, and and well, but that's that's a normal logical thing to think. And it's funny that you say that because yesterday my husband was barbecuing and one of the jewel bags flew off into the sky. And um, uh-huh. it looked like a kite. It was kind of cool to see, but wind <laughs> will move it. It will only hover. I'm not, you know, a that's scientist what I here. Get
0: over is that it was hovering. It was at hovering. Foot, at the same three foot, not maybe not even three feet above that sand dune. I mean, like two to three feet, or it was pretty close to the sand grass, and that's maybe about a foot. So you know. <sighs> It wasn't far from the top of the dune. No, and, and three
1: feet in diameter right is pretty. You,
0: like maybe about twenty. It was like I'd say about five feet behind me and twenty feet to the left of me. Five nah, feet not behind even 20, you, twenty. Were like fifteen.
1: Feet. Okay. It and was did...
0: very, very close though.
1: Was it quiet, Stephen? Were there any noises? A humming?
0: Very quiet. No noises whatsoever. God. No so noises at all. Describe the no feeling humming, you had. No, no, no jet propulsion. No, nothing.
1: Describe the Completely feeling you quiet. had when you felt like something made you turn around is it just that feeling when someone's behind you or did something I, I, you propel I you I can't even
0: explain it okay. I don't know why I, I uh just something told me to turn around or something told me that maybe I caught it out of my peripheral vision sure. that something was happening but I think I was facing toward the lake when when you know, I was, and I was occupied trying to get my cocktail right. together. Right. I've got my priorities, you know.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, cocktails first, UFO second. Yeah, um, you know, I
0: was at the beach. I was ready for a day of relaxation. And I, I was thirsty uh, because I usually track down about a mile west of the parking lot. Um, it was a very secluded area. And it's, uh, you know, just a, a very unusual thing to see something like that, especially broad daylight. You know, I I've never, yeah. I never would have expected it to be something, you know, paranormal or, uh, you know, some type of uh, UFO thing or something like that. But I can't explain it any other way. And I've definitely thought it through and asked many people through the years describing the same story that I've described to you just now. Um, you know, what could this have possibly have been a water, I mean, a weather balloon or uh, some kind of uh, NASA thing, or I i mean, I'm not entirely right. sure NASA even does work out of, you know, Miller Beach. But uh, just, and in such a densely populated area, that's the other odd thing is that just, I wouldn't have expected it here. Uh, maybe if I went down to Turkey Run or, you know, someplace in central Indiana where it's a little more isolated. But here in Gary, you but- know, it's like, this is an urban area. It's not, you know way out in
1: the sticks yeah and that because that's what they usually show are are the um like you did a great you know accent there uh for people that (laughs) it's always out in the country and it's always at night it appears to be but i've seen a few ufo specials where they show them in broad lake ufo in new york city they don't highlight those as much as they do i think it's for effect for tv effects to make it look scarier at night have it out in the open like that but i don't think ufos have any prejudice against where or when they show up so it's it's interesting to me that it showed up and how many people was anybody around you no no so you had nobody like you said not at that moment to um i don't know steven i i've known you a long time and you're a logical man uh any logical person <laughs> before your cocktails? Any logical yes, person? Yeah, before the
0: cocktails, yeah. <laughs> and that's, no. that's what got me. You know, it's like I wasn't even drinking. <laughs> if
1: you said you were on your fifth margarita, I'd say, I be believe like, you, yeah, Stephen, yeah, but we you know, need to chat I don't even about think this. I would have
0: had the wherewithal to grab my binoculars if I was on my fifth margarita. Yeah. So that, that, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it was too weird. Um, it's... Definitely the the quiet season, you know, after Labor Day, beach season is pretty much over. And this was one of those rare late September days. And it was probably the last day. You know, I can't imagine that I went much beyond that point. So, I mean, it was definitely winding down the season. And, again, no one else on the beach at all. Uh, A buddy did show up. Oh, about three or four hours later, and I told him about it, and I was all like, you know, and he was like, yeah, 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 smoke another one, you know. <laughs> he, was just, you know he he <laughs> knows me and everything, and a good friend of mine, but he was very skeptical, which I don't blame him. I mean, but I don't, I, I wouldn't have made something like that up. I mean, it's just not.
1: Yeah, why not would you? Me, you know. Why would you? I mean, most people are going to make fun of people that, that say they saw UFOs. I wouldn't, but. Most people do. And everyone right. says until you have seen it, this is I mean, I've, I've read a lot of uh, I shouldn't say I've read a lot of books. I read a few books about UFOs, but I always watch the specials and you see these normal working everyday people such as yourself just going about their lives. And they say on there, why, you know, why would I make this up? What, right. what, what am I going I? to gain from telling you this? Right. You know, unless you want. Well, some people crave attention. That's true. And you can you can tell those people, and those are the people that have these long stories with with full on. um, I'm not saying all of them, but you know when people make things up, you can tell by the way they talk. Sometimes, and they want the attention.
0: Too much detail.
1: Too much detail. Yeah, and I and there's you know. So, do you believe? Obviously, if somebody if that was a UFO, and I believe you that it was, okay, UFOs, unidentified flying object, that's what it was, so it was a UFO. Where it came from, who knows? Was- but the scientists say to this day, they do not have anything that propels you that quickly and with no noise that quickly into the sky.
0: That's what made me think that it was paranormal or supernatural or I don't know what you'd call it. You know, it was definitely not a man-made device and it was not a man-made situation because there was no mechanism that I could. And I got a good look at it. Good, clear look. You know, it was perfectly clear skies. There were no clouds. Um, it was 1.30 in the afternoon. I had my binoculars on top of it. If I didn't have my binoculars, I might have been a little more skeptical myself. But considering that I got one heck of a good look at it with my binoculars, and I saw absolutely no mechanics.
1: That's so uh, weird.
0: nothing, nothing.
1: There was nothing inside of it. Nothing that you
0: could see. Nothing. I could see through it, actually. Wow. So what was it? It was really weird. It was just like a see-through jelly. There's nothing, there's no gust of wind that would have taken it up at that speed. Uh, You know, when it's perfectly still. Uh, and it's unusual for uh, the air to be perfectly still at the beach because of the uh, water contrast with the temperature. Yeah, I mean, a temperature contrast, you know, with the water and the air. Uh, usually you have a breeze, a lake breeze, which is what makes Miller Beach so nice, is that we're at the south end, and we always get a nice northerly breeze uh, throughout the summer. And, uh, it, you know, it keeps us a little warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. And that's why it's such a nice and, place to be. You know, an odd a, thing. Uh, well, it's kind of climate, a little more temperate than even the rest of Chicagoland.
1: It, it it kind of reminds me of the day the Titanic sank. Um, people all described what a beautiful, still, still clear night it was, and you're on the water. There were no waves. There was no motion in the ocean, if you will. And everyone right. said, "What a clear, still." <laughs> I don't right, even know right. where I got that from, but. It seems to happen on those very still nights. And you know what went through my head when you said the date? It was September, what, 25th of yes. 99. Did you, with all the theories of all the people that thought we were all going to perish in the year 2000, did you ever have that, like, wow, this is nearing the end of 1999. Maybe these,
0: you know, this might no, have something to do with, not, no? Didn't okay, did really cross my mind. I, the reason, I guess, why I remember the date so clearly is my brother's birthday is September 24th. Okay. And, you know, the 25th was the day after his birthday, and it always, you know, I always had that uh, milestone in my life. I mean, I remember when my brother was born. So, sure. obviously, I'm always going to remember September 24th. It was a big day in my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, my only brother. The doctor. My only sibling, for that matter, was born then. Right. And uh, yeah. I, I was six years old at the time. I remember that vividly. Oh. So I mean, that date always will be special to me. And I mean, as my brother is, you know.
1: Well, Stephen, oh, oh nine go nine. ahead. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, my brother. no, your brother's a doctor. I remember that, correct? Yes. yes okay, see, I have a very good memory. I think, <laughs> I do have a <laughs> good memory. I think <laughs> that um, something like, at what point, I would be frightened too, but I would be the same as you. I, you know, I admit, I'm all talk, very little action. But in that moment, I if I had binoculars, I would be looking too, When you walk towards it. At what you said at one point you were a little freaked out, like they were um, watching you, and that's when the lights turned orange. So it was it was. That's this what feeling. I felt.
0: They somehow got the idea that I was watching them. Okay. And that's when that's when it turned to the very uh, bright and darker orange, oh. as if something was revving up, for lack of better explanation. And for what actually happened afterward, when it just shot straight okay. up in the air, and and I, <clears throat> that was when I. It wasn't such a bright orange until I thought, oh, they've seen me now, and that's when I got a little scared, and then I saw it just turn, and then when it started turning the brighter orange, I thought, oh, no, what's going to happen now? Yeah, they're going to take me. Yeah, it was like, it was going to get bigger, or they're going to call in more ships, or you know, who knows what, and I'm rather fond of my life here on Earth, and (laughs) I'd rather not leave, you know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, you are Whatever. an earthling. They,
0: they could have taken me to paradise. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't really want to find that out. <laughs>
1: well, people that have reported being abducted, and I know that's a, a step away, and I, you know, yep. again, many of them could be a little, little cuckoo, but many of them but, really feel, I mean, who are I guess my point is, who are we to say what's real and what's not?
0: Your experience and their stories was stories have always collaborated. With they each have other, always, co- always been the same kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they've always and- collaborated, and and it's just creepy. You see these people, and they've got little markings on them. They go to the doctor. Supposedly, they've had something, a chip or something, put in there. And I remember having a dream when I was a kid. It it seems so real. I was watching an episode one day. These people saying they were all working on them, like all these beings were working on them, and you couldn't talk or you couldn't scream, and they just saw their faces all like on an operating table. I remember having a dream a couple times when I was a kid that I was pulled through the living room wall, and there were all these people. It was a dream, but it didn't. It it just creeped me out. I'm not saying I was abducted. People that are listening, okay, I'm not saying that at all. But after hearing these people's stories, Stephen, I remember that that thought. hasn't been in my mind since i was probably about eight and they said they were all working on them at lightning speed and i just remember being pulled through my living room wall and having all these people work on me and i remember how terrifying it was it was only a dream but at one moment in time i'm like oh my god that would explain my personality (laughs) i've been abducted uh yeah, but you hear these people, like you said, they all collaborate. You know, have you ever looked up other sightings? Have you typed in the year and the day in Indiana? Is there a no, place that, you can go you know, to? No, but
0: Google wasn't around back then. Yeah, you, know, you should do internet. that, Stephen. It was there, but it was still in a right. relative infancy.
1: Right, you should uh, do that. it
0: would be interesting to do something like that, mm-hmm. I never even really thought about it now until you mentioned it. Well, I'm going but to if you don't. A good idea. Be- yeah, if you yeah. want to go ahead. I will. <laughs> and, I will you know, do it,
1: and I'll let yeah. you know if there were other. You could not have been... Well, you know, maybe you could have been if it only chose to go there. But it, what what kills me is the fact that if it didn't see you right away and then it noticed you, they were they were looking at something. I don't know. I I, I find the whole thing mind boggling. I find it very cool. I think Good. that's cool that that it. happened, and I think that um, you saying it so freely, you know what you saw.
0: Yeah, you I know what no you saw, and that's all that matters. Because I, I mean, just it's the truth. You know, it's just it's what happened. I I couldn't make something like that up
1: no okay it
0: wasn't spectacular and overboard and oh yes they abducted me and I got the anal probe and all that stuff no 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 none of that stuff happened you know it was it was totally unmanned or like uh, it probably was a probe itself or something I I don't even know how to speculate on this you know it was some kind of investigative uh, unit or something that uh, was collecting either information or I, I don't know why uh, the ironic thing is, is that there was a group from uh, some kind of uh, uh, religious sect or something, and they were either from Taiwan or from mainland China. They flew out to Gary, Indiana, on was it New Year's Eve of 1997, and they thought that some kind of my beach, Lake Street Beach and there were news stories on this in the chicago tribune they thought the world was going to come to an end and uh, some kind of alien spaceship was going to pick them up and take them off similar to heaven's gate but not nearly as macabre okay uh, where they were going to be transported to the future and they all flew out here and came out to here in the middle of winter wow and at that time i was working at cltv news and they all knew that I went to this beach. You know, all the people in the newsroom. And they're like, "Hey, Haas, you're going to go see your Chinese buddies and get abducted to <laughs> the." And this was before this happened. A couple of years before this, my my sighting happened. So I mean, it was like I'm not the huh. only one who thought that there were going to be uh, some kind of paranormal activity. That thought also entered my mind, which I think. Uh, the, the fear factor when it came in then, you know, it's like, I don't want to be abducted. I like no. my life here on this planet. You, you know, want to look from I, a I'm, distance. you know, yeah. happy with everyone here. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm good on Earth. I'm good yeah, I'm on Earth.
0: Selfish, but, you know, it's, I'm, I'll say I'm selfish. You know, and I just, I don't want to go off into outer space. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm glad I did
1: Wow. Well, you know, I am going to look up that information now that it's more accessible and see if there were any, you know, because you have to, disprove everything but the point is right, right. you saw something and the thing that makes me say hmm is and they again they will t- not to quote uh what's that band things that make you go hmm, hmm.
0: yes yes I exactly
1: um, not technotronic about, yeah. what is the name of it it's gonna drive me crazy now <sighs> anyway from the 90s it yes i
0: remember it is I remember things that make you go home. Very hmm catchy. yeah it's is a big club song. <laughs> it's, it's, it was it was. was it was a great was song back when i you know had a life and went to clubs and stuff
1: so. cnc music factory yes i was right there with it you cnc music factory yeah
0: cnc cnc Music factory with um then they had to add in something washington and then they they had to the legalese of it got very complicated because of mtv and their success
1: that's too bad because that was uh, a great band
0: was it Dino washington something like that oh, she was no. the lead singer but yeah, their, their sweat was their other big song. Sweet, yeah, it's make you sweat. yeah, that's a good you know, one. It was very hip hop. Well, not quite hip hoppy, but you know it was. Uh, it was good dan- dance. It was, was good, good
1: dance song. music. Yes, yeah, C Music Factory. But it the got fact got the floor crowded. <laughs> it got the floor crowded. The <laughs> fact that your thing, that the bag type disc just went way up, is what people still can't explain. So I'm right, going to do some right. research on that, Stephen. And I'm going to let you know if I find anything.
0: I appreciate it.
1: Because I, be I nice, even after all
0: these years. Yeah. I mean,
1: 1999, yeah. September 25th. I have to write, I have to write that date down. But, you know, thanks for sharing it. I, I love this stuff. I love to hear people's stories. There's so much we don't know. We only use and we only really know about 10 percent of the brain. So, yes, if we only know that much and people are smart and there's a lot we do know. Can you imagine all the things we don't know?
0: Well, and people have asked me why are you willing to share this? It'll make you look like a goof and I said, Well, if I don't share it, it's selfish of me to sit on this information. Maybe there's somebody else who had a similar experience and this will encourage them to come forward. Too. Sure, sure. So, and you know
1: But when you know it's true, you experienced it. Whether right. nobody else believes you or not is irrelevant. You know what you saw. You know exactly. what you experienced and you were there. Yeah. You know, perception. And I mean
0: that didn't that didn't even really come into play. You know, I was like, oh, I'm not going to tell anyone because they're going to think I'm all crazy. It's like, no, this, this is what happened. And this is the way it was, you know, but yes, I agree.
1: Well, you know what, Stephen, I'll tell you this before we, um, finish up. I, when I put it on Facebook, which is how I knew that you had seen something and I wanted to talk to you before I started this podcast, there were, I have to go back to that post, a million people who posted on there when I, all I said was, do you believe in UFOs? you i'd say 85 to 90% of the responses were yes and many of those responses had similar experiences to you wow yeah people i'm going to go back it's an oh that was a while ago it was an old post and i couldn't believe the reaction i got i thought people were going to be like you know what jill you're crazy you don't get any sleep from having a toddler i don't know what people were going to say but I couldn't believe the amount of positive responses, but at the same time, I would love to get a true skeptic on there that can go head-to-head with you and and try to debunk what you say because you know what you saw.
0: Right, right. So – And I have no – there's no profit motive. There's no – uh, oh. Underlying, you know, yeah. thing that would you know benefit me either financially or, or no. career-wise or anything. If anything, it would be detrimental. <laughs>
1: right, you are not reporting traffic. Oh God, you are I'm now
0: seeing stuff again. You know, Stephen.
1: Here's your traffic report from now on. On the uh, yeah, inbound yeah. Edens, we have an accident. Two UFOs collided. Right, <laughs>
0: right, at yeah, really... right at Peterson. <laughs> Look out for that orb in the middle of the Kennedy. <laughs> Just don't hit it. <laughs> Ankle out... probes on the Eisenhower. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Anal probes that's on a, the Eisenhower. Hello, everybody. Show. We have to keep it clean, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's all—it's all, it's all uh, yes, good. Yes,
0: it's it's Anal probes
1: usual. on the Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Well, thank you for uh, coming forth and sharing. I it was—it was an interesting story. I, I really enjoyed it. Well, thank I, I, I appreciate sharing it with you. Yeah, and I hope that it made you feel good. And I can't wait to see the responses. I mean, this is what this show is about. If anybody out there listening, you know. It's not just, like I said, ghosts or UFOs. Pretty soon I'm going to have somebody who had a near-death experience on and can and wow. actually saw heaven and uh, things that were going on in the operating room as she had died for a little while. So this show spans lots of different topics. If there's anything anybody wants to talk about, if you want to be a guest, this is what this is all about. Normal, everyday people. Uh, just doing normal things and experiencing things that we don't talk about. So you can follow me at On A Quest Pod, P-O-D, On A Quest Pod. Follow the show, anything you want to have a show about that's out there, please, by all means, more out there the better. You can follow my Twitter there or my regular one at Jill Check U-R-C-H-A-K. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Stephen's experience. I found it fascinating. And I'm going to follow up, Stephen, if I find anything. 1999, September 25th. I'm going to get back to you on that.
0: Okay. Great. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate it.
1: All right. It. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day, night, evening, whenever you're listening. And uh, I was going to sign off something from Star Wars, but I have nothing. So take it easy. See you later. Bye.